You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Another Saturday night with the boys. The boys are here. The boys the, are back. The boys in town. are back in town. Yes, and it's just the two of us. Yeah, no guests Mike's tonight. Mike's out of town no. tonight. So Mike's in uh, the dirty, dirty, doing the dirty, dirty. How you doing, Mike? I hope you're watching this right <laughs> yeah, now. Actually, right you now. should not be watching this. You should be doing something else yes. right now. Yes. Um, for your distraction, that's Adam. I'm Scott. If you're new to the program, which that's great. Thanks yeah, for I hope you us. are. Yeah, I hope you're new to the program. Yeah, okay, we for love the thousands the th- and thousands, tens of thousands of for people. For the tens and tens. The twenties of thousands of people <laughs> that are out there. The tens and elevens of, of, our, of, our, of our fans. Uh, welcome back. How you doing? Welcome back. How you doing, Adam? Uh, I had a day. I had a day, Scott. You had a day. <clears throat> so my family decided to go out to a family lunch. Oh, a nice little family getting yeah, together for lunch. At yeah, Applebee's. Right. Oh, fucking it's Applebee's. good eating in the neighborhood. Apparently it is. Uh, yeah. So the family luncheon didn't it really go too well. Like Applebee's. Uh, I fucking hate that commercial. Okay, get it. Go ahead. Family lunch didn't go too well, but what I'm talking about is what happened before the family lunch. I'm on my way to Applebee's. You know me and driving, and when it comes to stupid drivers, you know you know that, right? I'm a very you're like an old man trapped in a 30 year old body. I wouldn't like... say I'm an old man, okay, because everybody else is old. I want to get where the fuck I want to go, and I'm sick of stupid people. Is what I am. You and get I'm tired worked of up it. about other drivers. You do. You've talked about it umpteen times on this program. Let me tell you about this. All right, let me hear it. Fucking Starbucks needs to burn to the ground oh. or something. I am so... So, when you're driving down... Uh, not East State Street. Uh, which, which Route is 18. Route 18. When you're driving down Route 18... In our hometown, yes. for those of you not from the area, yes. Driving down Route 18, there's if you're driving down that way, there's two ways you can pull into Applebee's. There's like the initial pull-in, and then right. if you miss that, there's a pull-in at the light. Correct. That goes into like that little plaza area. Uh, I missed the initial pull-in. I, I, mm. Yeah, I, I missed that. And I was like, oh, sh- oh shit, there it is. Uh, okay, I'll just go to the light one. I went to the yeah, light sure. one. There were fucking cars... Out all the way to the light, waiting for Starbucks, and they were yeah. blocking the way into Applebee's. Not only yeah. were they there, they were blocking the fucking entrance. Is Starbucks so fucking good that you need to wait an hour? So let me let me tell you something. I've seen memes on the internet about how people make jokes. And maybe those of you watching or listening in your towns, you might have a Starbucks on every corner because I've yeah. heard that joke. In our hometown. We have Dollar Generals on every we corner. Do. We have one, one, uno, Starbucks. And the basic white bitches come out of the woodwork. Yeah, they do. Especially this time of year. They need their pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, fucking they need pumpkin that spice shit. lattes. And you're talking about blocking the entrance to Applebee's, which is next door They're to, to the To the line at the light. I've had it block the road, Adam. The road? Yes. The cars are out, backed up onto 18, the main drag to get in there. 
during in the morning because everybody needs their coffee in the morning. No, it is bonkers. No fucking coffee bonkers. is so good that you need to wait in that line. Go go up the road to Speedway. You get a cappuccino up there for like a dollar fifty. It'll be just fine. My wife loves Starbucks. I knew you were gonna say that. too. I go a lot. I knew her. you were gonna fucking say I that go too. A lot. She loves it. We've waited in that. We've waited in that line. We've been those people to block the road and block Applebee's and wait forty minutes to get a no. freaking uh, ice mocha latte with foam. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. And we do. We do like. The, I actually prefer Dunkin's personally, but uh, we have two Dunkins in our town, so that's that's a plus. And uh, we do go to Dunkin's probably more than we go to Starbucks. I had to drive through the other side of the plaza and then go on a roundabout way just to fucking get into Applebee's. I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, I was so fucking angry. But I say join the club. That's like, it's not you. That's an everyday occurrence in that little section. It doesn't need to be. If only we knew a hermitage commissioner who uh, who listens to the show who could do something about that mess. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I can't. (laughs) You're so mad. I am mad about it. (laughs) You're so mad. Do you know why I'm mad about it? Here's why I'm mad about it. There's no fucking way coffee's that good. Coffee is not that good. Coffee is not that good. I'm not going to kink shame you. (laughs) No. Here's the thing. If you want to get the coffee so you can take it home and pour it all over your partner so that it's got that like almost like a uh, candle candle wax thing and you're like, ooh, baby, here here comes the fucking coffee. No. But like. Coffee's not that fucking good. Okay. Coffee's fine. Coffee's fine. That's what people in our, fine. in our line of work, Adam, that's what people call an opinion. But uh, Well, it's a fact. I'm spitting facts here, Scott. I'm spitting straight up facts. I'm not the biggest coffee drinker in the world either. But anyway. I like, a, I like Applebee's. Oh, it their sucks. food is very oh, pedestrian. It sucks like always. It, they, I feel like they microwave all their food. Yeah. I had a, I'm not I had a, big a Caesar fan. salad and an onion ring appetizer. That's what I ate. They don't, Did you have they a don't beer? cater to the they don't cater to the uh, non factory farm meat eating crowd. That's everything like has you. meat. The, I I don't the ninety percent vegan. Yeah, um, almost that ten percent. You're almost there. Is that ten percent? <laughs> yeah. So uh, do they have any beers there? Of course they have beers there. I did, did not. You, I you did not drink. Did they have Fosters? <clears throat> no, they did not have Fosters. Fosters. Australian for beer. Was that your uh, Australian accent? Yes, it was. Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put an Australian on It might be the most there. insulting <laughs> accent ever, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem with accents. I So there's the British accent, but there's different dialects of the British accent. Then there's like Australia Irish. Australia is like... like this, so like if, if you think of like the British accent, like the classic, quote, American accent like we speak... What it, oh, it, oh, so that's very... We have a classic American accent. Like a normal generic American accent. We don't you mean we don't really have an accent. Ours is generic. We are No, that's not we true. We are generic white boys. That is so not true. We are generic white boys. Adam, we don't have a Boston accent. We don't have a New York accent. We don't have a we Southern have, We have the Pittsburgh accent. I don't. Yes, you do. You don't realize it. I don't have a Pittsburgh accent. Go to accent. go you don't travel enough. Go to other places and people will say it. But you've got your Midwest accent, your Southern accent, your California accent. Your what I'm trying New, to say New is New York, Boston. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is we are like British, where Australian would be like the South for us. That's kind of how I feel like it is. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> you see, there's spiders over there. 
Fuck yeah. I saw this one dude, I saw this video, this one dude go out to his car and he sprayed something underneath this doorknob and this fucking thing just, just like fell out from his doorknob. The biggest fucking spider I've ever seen under his doorknob. I watched a TikTok with this Australian girl and she was telling about, talking about the toilet spiders. Oh yeah. Are you familiar with the toilet spiders? I've heard of them. So there's this spider. Nothing I've never been more afraid of than sitting on the toilet and have something crawl up I there. I told you. We did the irrational fear Ooh, episode. Yeah, we did the we did the episode of Four Year Distraction where we talked about our irrational fears. Like I'm afraid of hot air balloons. You're afraid of quicksand. But both of us said we're afraid of snakes in the toilet coming yeah. up and biting our butthole. Yeah, like the that. Like is that a I, sensitive area. Right. Exactly. So. But the, less, toilet spiders are a thing, and there's this certain kind of spider. That, I saw the story. I'm you sorry said, to cut you off. I saw the story uh, of this dude I, I, that like was sitting on the toilet and he had his like. He had like his balls dangling down and stuff like that, and a snake came up and bit his balls. And he like, <gasps> no, he like, it didn't really he, happen. It really happened. No, 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 it no, really fucking happened. No, it didn't. It really, fu- it really happened. Don't it was a tell real me. story. Don't tell me that. And he, it was like stuck on his balls. <gasps> they had to go to the hospital. And well, thanks, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. This has been for a distraction. Thanks for tuning in. That's our show. He ran out of the bathroom, pants down, snake dangling from his balls. Like <laughs> people be like, holy shit, look at that guy's dick. <laughs> That's the third leg. <laughs> oh my god, no! But but anyway, the toilet spiders. I think yes. this is fascinating. There's a certain kind of spider. And I don't know what it's called, but it's harmless to people. But this spider, like, murders other spiders. And there's a secondary spider that is like huge venomous thing, and it likes to get in that bite you and like kill people. Yeah. So people like to have the first kind of a spider. To kill the dangerous spider. Before, yeah. So people see it like they call it by their bathroom because they like give him a name, like his pet. And they're like, "Oh, that we want that here because it will kill the spiders that will kill us." Yeah. And I'm like, "You live where? <laughs> That's crazy." Yeah. 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 Well, it's, anyway, it's horrifying, is what it is. Fosters is the beer that these people, these crazy fucking and Mick Dundees, and That's not a knife. That's a That's knife. A knife. Yeah, like, don't, don't Australians hate Fosters too? Like, cause they're like, it's bullshit. It's not Australian. Like, I know Mexicans. Mexicans hate Corona, and Americans love. Corona. I think at this point, the Earth hates Corona. So I'm thinking maybe Australians hate Fosters. It's just like a gimmicky thing. I don't know. Well, like, cause every I think they hate it because they're like Americans think Fosters is real Australian beer. It's not. It's we don't have Fosters down here. It's never been here. It's bullshit. Okay, well, that's why they hate it. When we do, when we do, uh course of cinema later in the program you had a Hugh Jackman movie I can't wait to talk about this movie and he I can't fucking wait to talk about it an Aussie he so is. it all comes full circle yeah Hugh Jackman is that called yes him? Hugh Jackman H-U-G-E I, I say the same fucking thing Hugh Jackman yes yeah it's great isn't it I love it love it okay so this is the beer of the show, our Fosters. Have you ever had Fosters before? No, first time. Oh, I've had it's a, it. It's before. a big ass can. Do you know I'm, so, my, I'm such a fucking my, white boy? Listen to when I, I always drink Fosters when I go to a certain place. Where? Outback Steakhouse. Really? <laughs> yes. You're one if of those I'm guys. going to Outback Steakhouse, I'm getting you, a I'm getting a blooming so, onion and I'm drinking a Foster. So you're far into your dad phase. At this point, you, <laughs> make, just, at this point, you make dad jokes. Do you make dad jokes? Like, I want some. You do like a bad Australian accent. But like, I want some Foster. I don't do that. I don't. Do, you got to do it next time. But it's not like you go to a Mexican restaurant and like 
the people waiting on you, the servers. Yeah, they're Mexican. They're Mexican. Yeah. You go to Outback Steakhouse, they're not Australian. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about offending anybody. It's like when you they're go to, just like college it's kids. It's like when you go to Olive Garden, it's the same thing. It's they're not, not Italians. Italians they're not Italians. They might, there might be some Italians there, but probably not. They're probably Americans. Probably generic yeah. douchebags. Okay, yeah. so, uh, yeah, this is Foster's. Yeah, you, so you're, you not like gonna, it? you're not going to offend anybody. It's a, it's a generic lager. No wow factor. It's fine. It'll take care of me the rest of the show, but it. it's it's fine. Yeah. It's it's a fine, okay lager. Big, big can. Yeah, my dick might be able to fit into this thing. I'm not sure. Wow. He said jokingly because he knows that he can absolutely fit in with more room. Dude, this is a this is a wide can. Yeah, this is this is all cans in Australia. This is the size of them. Are you sure? No, I made that up. Yeah, I was gonna I, say. I, I want that to be true. I want that like that romantic idea of an Australian person. It'd be nice. Like, <laughs> I want every one of them to be Crocodile Dundee or Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's so insensitively racist. I, I, I mean, so... is it though? They're white people, except for the Aborigines. They, I'm not gonna bring them up. But the Scott, white you're, people, you're, you're stepping on thin ice here, buddy. I guess so. You're, right, you're walking on. on thin ice. Moving on. It's fine. Uh. So, I finally watched a few episodes of What If on oh, Disney. Oh, I was going to ask you it's what the, you've been watching. It's the animated show where mm-hmm. it's all the Marvel characters, but, like, what if, like, different things happen? Like, uh, yeah. you know, what if uh, Steve Rogers didn't become Captain America and mm-hmm. it was, uh, 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 what's her name? Crap. Blanking. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. Thank you. Uh, so, basically, what happens, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the What It, it was a very popular comic yes. series that they've turned into an animated show on Disney+. Plus. And it's in the Marvel MCU. It's it's canon yeah. now because of the events that happened in Loki. Which, it's the it's the multiverse stuff, right? Is what it is. We talked about what happened in Loki, and it was basically the start of the multiverse. Yeah. So now this are these are alternate realities yeah. where something their multiverse where one slight tiny little thing changes and the whole course of history is a, yeah. is a split branch like, timeline. Like episode two, instead of in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, instead of the Ravagers kidnapping Quill, they kidnap T'Challa instead. So it becomes T'Challa, Black Panther, up in space, gallivanting around and stuff like that. And Chadwick Boseman is a much better person than he Chris is. Pratt. So, he is, very much. So you see rest how it... In, rest in peace, Chadwick. R.I.P. But uh, you see what happens, how Star-Lord <coughs> was a very yeah. different person than... So I T'Challa, skip- The T'Challa's Star-Lord compared to the Peter Quill Star-Lord is night and day. Night so I didn't day. watch every episode. I kind of like... I decided okay. I jumped... Or I just wanted to jump around to like episodes I thought were interesting. So I skipped the first one. Okay. Didn't really watch that one because I was like, eh, it's just, you know, Captain uh, Captain America but Peggy Carter. Like, what can really be that different? Do you want me to discuss it a little bit? You, you kind of already told me a little bit about it. Where the, a little bit about it. In, so. in, in the first Captain America movie where the, <coughs> where the Hydra agent infiltrates where they're putting Steve Rogers in the machine yeah. and Howard Stark and... Uh, was Zinn, uh, the, the, what, regardless, and it explodes. He actually shoots Steve. Yeah. And, and he becomes like the first Iron Man and Peggy Carter yeah, becomes yeah. Captain he America. Shoots him yeah. And he, he, he's not strong. He'll die. So, like, I'm like, oh, this is our only chance to create a super soldier for whatever reason. I don't know. Like, yeah. you have to do it now. So, Peggy jumps in there and she becomes Captain Britain, Captain yeah. Carter, whatever. Yeah. And so, I skipped that one. I skipped that one. I didn't really yeah. care about that. So, I watched the next one with T'Challa and being kidnapped and stuff like that. I thought it was fine. 
just fine though. It wasn't really that interesting. It was it was okay. There was a few different things. The Thanos thing. Was, I love the Thanos thing. It was it was eh. It was Thanos eh. is in it. There, there's no. I don't. And he's a good guy. I don't believe for a second that just because T'Challa was Star Lord, he would have he would have just talked to him like, and Thanos so would have changed like, his like mind. Thanos is sitting there and he's like he's like yeah you know I wanted to I wanted to kill half of the universe and, you know and then. T'Challa talked to me about it, and I figured, you know what, I'm wrong. Like, I was like, well, that's all it took? Like, the thing is, like, he spends the rest of the episode, though, saying, like, you know, I think I might have still been right about the way that I was, about, what, about my original plan. So. There was like, Thanos, shut up. Yeah. Like, and he's like, all right. It was, it was just okay. Well, I was not a big fan. I liked it. I, it was fine. It was fine. Um, the other two that I watched was the Doctor Strange one and the Marvel Zombies one. Mm. I liked the Marvel Zombies. Yeah. I did like that. They, they took some liberties from the original comic, but that's fine. I I, I thought it was a pretty cool uh, version of that. I will say the thing I didn't like about it, though, it seemed like every time another character was killed that was not a zombie who killed, like, for example, um, what's her name? Who is Peggy Carter's, like, granddaughter? The, the Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Like, there was a, there was a moment, spoilers, it, that where the wasp flies into her mouth. When like she becomes zombified, and they're on their way because they think they found a cure for the zombie virus, and she just grows and like explodes, Peggy Carter, and there's your friend that you've been fighting this zombie battle with for who knows how long, just exploding, covered in guts, and they just make like little offhand just like, ew, I'm covered in Sharon Carter, and, like, oh wow, that's a mess. They're making like little jokes. I'm like, it's a little more serious than that, guys. Like the person just turned into a zombie, and you just blew her up, and you're on your way to find a cure. You could have saved her, but Adam, that's okay. We've seen enough zombie movies and zombie <laughs> media. You should know the zombie rules by now. Once someone becomes a zombie, they are no longer the person you knew. Yeah, they are already but dead. But again, though, you're, they're on their way to find it to because they believe that there is a cure. Another basis said that they might have found a cure for the plague. For the plague, and this is Sharon Carter. She's not a superhero. She doesn't have powers. They could have easily restrained a regular zombie person with all their powers. But they're just make cracking jokes about how wasp is covered in her guts, and I'm like, all right, it's you're be a little like a little serious about it, like your friend just exploded. But all right, whatever. But it was fine. The one that I really liked though was Doctor Strange. That was probably my favorite one. It's the mm -hmm. it's it was such a cool and interesting because it was like the biggest take, the biggest divergent of like the original story where. Yeah his love interest ends up dying in the car crash instead of his hands getting crushed. And in this universe, that's what happens. And he goes and becomes master yeah. of the mystic arts, trying to find answers. When Rachel McAdam dies in the <coughs> Dr. Strange movie, he doesn't, he it never gets over that, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't die in the Dr. Strange movie though. Well, she dies in this. Yeah. She dies in this version. Yes. yes. In, in this version of events in this world. And it's really cool. And it like messes him up to the point where when he becomes master of Miss Garth and he's got the time stone, He's trying to research a way to go back in time and stop it. And what was really cool, they they played it as if it was like like you remember um, the Time Machine, the book and the subsequent movie. H. G. Wells, yes, H. Wells, where in the movie I don't remember if this was in the book, but the movie the dude that invented the Time Machine was trying to go back in time and save his fiance. And every single time he did it, no matter what he did, she was destined to die, and it didn't matter. And Groundhog he, Day, yeah, basically when Bill Murray tries to save the homeless man, yeah, doesn't same matter deal. what yes. he does, he is destined to die and he's he basically yeah. has to try to break that in doing that he breaks the his entire universe yes his entire fucking world breaks and it collapses in on itself kills everybody yes and he's that, like the only one left alive in like this small little pocket bubble or whatever yeah, you don't have to worry about that universe anymore it's it's done yeah it's done that it's was done. the most interesting one but that was the only other one so I watched. did you watch the one 
where all the Avengers die. I did watch that. Yes, I forgot. I did with, watch that. Uh, Hank Pym and yeah, that one was Loki. that one was pretty cool too. The that ending was, cool. was fucking gnarly. Yeah, the ending was. Yeah, the ending's like, hey, you know, we make a pretty good team there. He's like, yeah, in this I one, think I'm gonna stick around. In this one, um, Nick Fury had recruited Hope. To join the Avengers. It was Hank Pym's daughter. Which, from, uh, she's Wasp. Yes. She's Wasp. Which, in the Avengers, that never really happened. Yeah. She came later on, Endgame, She was just an agent, though. She wasn't, like, the Wasp. She was just a regular S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. She joined S.H.I.E.L.D., and um, she was killed on an assignment. Her father, Hank Pym... The original Ant-Man. ...never got over that. So he has this big revenge plot where... He slowly kills each and every one of the Avengers. Yes. Like crazy. <laughs> like all these characters just takes them out real easy. Shows you that maybe Ant Man might be the most powerful of that. Well, I no. figured out it was Ant Man whenever whenever yeah, uh she was whenever uh Black Widow was fighting him and trying to like war Nick Fury. I was like, you Oh, see this her is, just like this flying is, around. Yeah, I was like, This is Ant Man. All right. And you all hear right. go, it's hope. I'm like oh. Here we go. And there was a big reveal that it was him, and we, I, I but like the do. whole, but the whole rub the is ending's cool. The whole rub is though. Loki brings the forces of Asgard to Earth because Thor is killed. Because Thor is killed, and he's like, "I'm gonna avenge my brother and take over your planet." And yada yada so yada. So Loki teams up with Nick Fury to take down Ant-Man. Yeah, so he can give him to. And they did, and they win, and it's great. And at the end, Loki does his classic like smile. He goes. Well, now that I'm here with an army, I think, I think I'm going to stick around. And for a there's little no bit. Avengers to stop me this time. Loki like, takes over the planet. Well, like, like he tried to do in the him first Avengers. Fury, like all buddy buddy and stuff like that. Like I think we make a pretty good team. He's like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to stick around for a little bit. And Nick Fury's like, uh, how long? And then it cuts to the United Loki's Nations walking down the the floor of the United Nations with his guards, talking, giving his victory speech. Like in one day, I have conquered this planet. He was doing the same uh, speech he did from Avengers. Like, yeah. you, you you long to be you long to be subjugated. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, I that's like, how right, it that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. One. I I want more of that. I want more of like. Not I like the for example the T'Challa one was fine but it wasn't enough of a divergent for me did to really care. Did you watch the Killmonger one? I did not watch that one. Is it a, is it a big divergent too? Like a like a big divergent story kind of thing? The one thing changes, because um, you know how Eric Killmonger was Navy Seal or a Marine yeah. Special Forces in the first Iron Man movie where Tony gets attacked and he gets captured. And he's in the cave working for like the Taliban or whatever they're yeah. called, and that's when he becomes Iron Man. Yeah, that never happens. Killmonger because Killmonger's him. there, and Killmonger just like kills all the bat and saves Tony. So Tony never turns into Iron Man. It's pretty cool. I don't want to give anything away, but it's pretty cool. I might skip that one because it doesn't. No, it, doesn't it doesn't seem like a, a you know big enough story divergent. There is. I want like there's a world twist. altering story divergent kind of stories. That's what I want. Every little thing is world altering, but it's not. Every little thing is world altering. It's not though. It depends on how you tell the story. Like for example, the first one I didn't watch it, but like it seems like the only thing that was really different was Captain America becomes Captain Britain, and that's it. And that's it. That's what that's it seems like it's what it is, and that's not enough divergence for me to really be engaged in it. She's actually better than Steve That's Rogers. Fine. She kicks a little more ass. Not they. I want to divert. Hydra never. Hydra never gets the Tesseract because she's tough like that. So there. Yeah. There's things that happen. 
All right. I'll take a word for it. <coughs> so there's another show that I kind of want to talk about. Okay. Which you brought up. Lower Decks. We haven't talked oh, about these. Star you Trek and me, Lower Decks. I'm we are all Trek. This is going to be a hardcore nerd podcast that we're talking yep. about right here. Star Trek Lower Decks is the animated Star Trek about a, a sh- another starship where you're following the adventures yes. of the people that are on the low end of things, the ensigns and stuff like that. It's a comedy show. It's like if a- you watched every Star Trek show ever, it's always revolving around the bridge crew. Yes. The main like captain, yeah. lieutenant commanders, you know, all of them. This show, it's a comedy and it's animated, revolves around the lower decks, as they call it. Yeah. The ensigns, the people you don't see, the day to day. The people that scrub the, scrub the latrines, the people that clean the floors, the people the that. Jizz moppers the jizz moppers on the holodeck after Riker's done. I think they actually, <laughs> think they actually mentioned <laughs> they something do. like that That's in the show. So. Yeah, they do. Okay. So, all right, it's a pretty good show. It's very much like a classic comedic animated show like a la Rick and Morty and stuff like that kind of stuff that's going on right now so it's fine <clears throat> the one thing that I kind of don't like about the show and I get why they do it but like I hate the constant reference to another character from another Star Trek show it ir- it kind of irritates me a little bit I like that the con- but it's a constant reference to people that they shouldn't even know about I think Neelix was uh, referenced one time. He didn't even come back to the fucking Alpha Quadrant at the end of Voyager. He didn't even exist in the Alpha Quadrant, but I think they mentioned him. They mentioned everybody. Like, it's... And they mentioned him for, with such reverence as if they were fans of the TV show. And I'm like, you don't really Amelia know who these Earhart people are. Earhart never made it back. And yet we know about her because it was a famous voyage. So... I mean, maybe when they go to Starfleet Academy, they have to study it's what one, happened with Voyager. It's so they learn thing, about it. It's one thing if you, like, mention... Like, the dude has commemorative plates of the Voyager yeah. crew. I have those plates. <laughs> yes. I have them. Tom Paris is coming on board the Starship for some reason. I really don't remember, and I don't know why he was coming, and he was so important he was coming on there. But he came on there, and Boiler's big thing was like, I want to get Tom Paris to sign my commemorative plate. And I'm like, <sighs> could, you just, could you just stop for a minute? Like, you have a good enough show you don't need to make constant... It's one thing if you mention Kirk or Spock or, like, Picard, but you're talking about fucking Ensign Harris or something like that, or you or you mention, like, Worst Favorite Meal or the time, or, like, <laughs> these, like, deep... Like, there are certain ones that are cool, like, when they mentioned Q a lot in that one episode, and then Q showed up, and he's like, oh, like, let's have do a riddle and have some fun, and they they get, like, really irritated again. So he's like, we're not doing this today, Q. Get out of here. We're not, <laughs> we're not fucking doing this today. I'm not in the mood. Go go bother Picard. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> like that was fun, but like it's just the constant. Like it almost seems like at this point, like it's just a constant reference to other characters. One of my favorite things is the intro for this because it has a classic uh, Star Trek, classic like... Star Trek song that shows their ship just doing zany things. But the one scene where where uh, the Cerritos pulls up and you see like three Borg cubes and a bunch of Romulan bird of prey <laughs> or uh, warbirds. Excuse me, bird of prey. They're yeah. they're fighting and they're just sitting there watching. All of a sudden, a beam shoots from one of the ships and hits them, and their shield picks up. And they're just like, "Skrr!" They, <laughs> they just get out of yeah. there. It's the Borg uh, and the Romulans fighting, and they're like, "Peace!" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Every time I see that, I laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. It's a good divergent from the normal Star Trek funny, thing. Yeah. It's 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 really good. Boy, there are some Trekkies that hate it though. 
It's because they're Trekkies that don't know how to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're Trekkies you're that telling don't know the line. how to have you're fun. You're telling the line there, bud. No. You don't like that they mention other Star Trek. I'm not t- I, no, I, but it doesn't make me hate the show. It's just when it does, I'm like, a little less of that. Like, we don't, like, like they have a good enough show, they don't need to make conf- constant references. That's the thing. I thought it was cool whenever se- season two at the beginning of it, Boiler was on the ship with Riker and stuff like that, and Deanna was like, first officer question mark or something like that and it was like a constant adventure and everybody's like yeah we're fucking doing it and boy was like this is the most stressful fucking situation i've ever been in my entire life every mission is an adventure what <laughs> like like it's insane it's it's cool stuff it's a fun little show good keep it up i am gonna get i've, I've been watching it consistently every episode so uh you got anything else you're watching yeah just the same old i've Two shows that you said, oh, I'm not going to watch either of those. So I don't expect you to. I'm watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV. It's yeah. really funny. Sports related. Another one is sports related. It uh, revolves around wrestling. It's on uh, Stars. It's the show Heels. 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 Okay. It's about wrestling. It's, uh, what's his name? Stephen Emil from Green Arrow. He's oh, yeah. The, you told me about that. He's yeah. the main character. I do like it, him a lot. It's uh, it's pretty entertaining. I'm not a huge wrestling guy. We've talked about it on here before. I am aware, I am aware of wrestling that it's a, that it exists, that it's a thing. I have a lot of friends and family that are like big, big into wrestling. So because of that, I have picked bits and pieces of knowledge from them. But all in all, no, I, I'm not a wrestling guy. But this show is pretty good. Pretty good. All right. So those, those are the four things I'm watching right now, those those four shows. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I got one story I want to talk about before we get into Chorus of Cinema. Oh, okay, cool. Um, cool. I don't know if you've seen this. Did you – he's all over TikTok. Have you seen the videos of the Mario Kart guy in Chicago? No, I don't think you so. You don't know this about this guy? Okay, huh. so it's this dude. Um, his name is – let me see if I can find his name here. Joshua Schaefer. His name is Joshua Schaefer. I'm a pull, I, got a, I got a picture of him right here. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, watching the video on Facebook, this is Joshua Schaefer right here. He's the Mario Kart guy in Chicago. And basically when quarantine hit, he got really bored and he was like all of us. Yeah. Like everybody got really bored. So he like had to try to make his own fun. So what he did was he found this go-kart that was like pretty affordable on Amazon and he ordered it and he basically just decided to put on a Mario Kart or a Mario costume and get in his cart and just drive up and down the road like as mario <laughs> in funny. like mario kart and he he's like a dude if you watch his videos he will um he's got like little stuff like toys to, like represent powers like shells and like stars and stuff like bananas. that yeah bananas and stuff like that and he'll like throw them at people and stuff <laughs> like that but he's like he's so well known that everybody loves seeing him and like to the point where even the police know him and like he'll be driving down the side of the road and stuff like that, and the cop will come up behind him, like flash your lights, like woo woo, and he'll like, oh shit, he'll throw like a blue shell behind him or some shit like that, That's and hit the funny. car, and they're like, hey, hey, pull over Mario and stuff, like, and they, it's it's just like a big game. He's like taking his thing to like different states now. He's like traveling and stuff like that because he becomes so. Are popular. Other people gonna join him? I think there is there is another dude who occasionally joins in who plays like Luigi, and he has like another <laughs> thing. <clears throat> but it's just like the coolest. It's like the most heartwarming like story. Because it's just yeah. this dude. It's just this dude who's like dressing up because he loves Mario Kart and he's just having fun and giving people joy. Yeah, that's fun. It's it is a fun thing. So it's good. It's have 
It's nice to have some good yeah, news. Yeah, I got no bad on. stories today. I got no yeah. bad stories today. Just just good, heartwarming stuff. This is Mike's on the show today, so it's all good, heartwarming nonsense. No drinking. You're blaming and Mike. Drunk, and being drunk. I'm not blaming, blaming Mike. No, I'm not blaming Mike. He he brings he brings the fun. I bring the now, heart. We'll I bring pull, the heart. We'll pull back the curtain a little bit here. Uh, last week, Mike was on the show. Of course, you guys watching and listening remember that. After the show was over... We uh we went to the bar. There's a bar that's like 20 feet from my apartment. Yes, and you had never been there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real it's a real dive bar. It's a very a much real it, dive. it's bad. It's bad. We're gonna talk about it next time he's yeah, on the show. Yeah, we're not gonna get in. We're not gonna talk about it too much because I want him here to talk about it. But it was a very entertaining night. Mike and say. I did a lot of shots. I didn't drink as much because I was the one driving. We but, did uh, so many shots. But you two drank quite a bit. And, and, and you know what? I stick to my what I say. And I'm talking about Mike. I feel like they watered down those bottles because I took I took way more shots than I feel like I could have. Did you say you did a dozen shots? I did a lot. We did a lot. I think yeah. I think you were over 10. Yeah. yeah. I, I think so too. Because it was a constant stream of talk about we're gonna talk about it again in a couple weeks but like it was a constant stream of like we played a game where we were just like hey bartender you pick the shot we'll pay for it but we'll try to guess it it was just like a big game of all the shots you had we'll just say you had a dozen no two were the same no they weren't everyone was different some were good some were bad some were weak some were strong but there was a lot. one shot that was strong because I remember when we were because I felt it like I was like I'm taking these shots and I'm like I feel like I should be drunker than I am I'm only a little drunk I feel like I should be way drunker so we did a shot and I called to her and I was like hey make this a strong shot give me something strong because I haven't none of it has felt that strong he's like all right and she gave us one strong Famous shot lats, and that was the one where me and Mike looked at each other like yeah this is strong this is fucking strong yeah. But yeah, it was a good time. But we'll talk about that again whenever Mike comes next on. Week. I Tune wanna... in next week. Well, it's not gonna be next week because we actually don't have a show next week because oh, your surgery. I'm getting I'm getting all of my wisdom teeth pulled next Friday, so there's absolutely no fucking way I'm gonna be up to doing the podcast Saturday night. All right, no so way. two weeks from now. Two yeah, weeks. So, um, of course, cinema time. Let's, go. let's talk about. Cinema. We're doing a little earlier, it's but let's your turn to go. First. My turn to go first. Okay. Wringing my hands a little bit, rubbing my hands. So, my to remind everybody who, of course, the cinema picks Let's were see this the week. The graph has come out the picture. I gave you Gross Point Blank, starring John Cusack, and you gave me the new movie, Reminiscent, yeah. starring Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, yeah, yes. <coughs> Good day, mate. Yeah. So, I'm. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not even going to. Um, fake it or anything like that i love this movie it's really good i right? love this fucking movie i thought it was good I, it's so good so it's a movie it's basically almost like a noir mystery kind of oh my thing God. where where there's a mystery going on and hugh jackman has to like figure out what's what, everything is happening it takes place in the future though yes a dystopian future <clears throat> where like it, it's the like, waters have risen yeah. and like it's not water world but it's close it's to like, it it's like a blend it's like sci-fi Slash mystery slash romance. Yes. In a dystopian future. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it is a mix between Inception, Total Recall, and the Maltese Falcon. Never seen the Maltese Falcon. <gasps> oh, you need to. It's, you know, the classic got, black and white Humphrey Bogart, yeah. Sam Spade, yeah. where the woman walks in and he's the private detective. You know, every movie's ripped that off. Yeah. Because the girl walks in and it, yeah. Yes, it okay. is. Yeah, okay. Never seen Maltese Falcon. You should. I got I'll put it on the list. No Inception vibes from it at all. Oh, Zero I did. Inception. Going into the 
dreams and going mm. into the memories. No, I didn't. Come get, on. I didn't get any Inception vibes from I it did. whatsoever. Total Recall. Um, a little bit. A little bit. bit. Yeah. A little bit of Total Recall. Okay. But but like what I liked about it. So like it takes place in a world where like he's in Florida and like the mm-hmm. coast, the waters have risen and like a lot of it's underwater and yeah. stuff like that to the point where now taxis have been replaced by boats. Now right. there's water taxis. You have to take water taxis everywhere. But what I loved about it was the futuristic aspect of it wasn't the main point of the story. It was all, it was almost, it was only a side, just kind of descriptor in and of itself. It didn't focus on the dystopian future. It didn't focus on the, the world is flooding. It didn't focus on these big world problems that you would mm-hmm. normally see in these kind of movies. It was just a noir mystery film that just took place in this dystopian future. And it was really cool. Basically, um, Hugh Jackman plays this guy who owns his business where he can, um, they've developed the technology where you can relive memories. <clears throat> so you can relive the best times of your right. life. And it started out as like a military technology used for interrogation. And he was like really into that. Uh, he was big and he was in the Navy or some shit like that. And he did that a lot mm-hmm. during this futuristic war where you kind of get hints about, but you don't really know any details about. They don't really talk much. It was no. either a World War Three or a Second Civil was, War. Yeah, or something was, like that. They don't really talk much about, but there was a yes, war. There was yeah. a big war and it kind of almost divided the country a yeah. little bit. Um, But he set up this business because um, as all military technology goes, it goes to the civilians after they're done using it. So he set up this business where like people come in and they relive their memories because the future sucks and they've lost loved ones and they all want to relive the best parts of their lives. This woman comes in, like you said, the classic damsel beauty femme fatale right, right, exactly. comes in striding very noir very noir and this you the second she walks in hugh jackman's character is just starstruck just yes. cannot take his eyes off her she gets in and she relives the marriage she's trying to find her keys and he's infatuated with this woman to the point where he almost invades her memory a little bit and she get, he gets to a point where he she's like a singer at this club and he hears her sing and she has a beautiful voice that something about me, Scott. I love a woman that can sing. Mm-hmm. A woman that can sing is so attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it basically he falls instantly in love with her, and he does like what he can to like try to meet her again and stuff like that. And she like lo- leaves her earrings there, and so he goes to the club to give her back, and they have like this romance kind of thing where. The thing thing is, like, life is reversed in there where, like, because of global warming, the daytime is so hot that people don't go out during the day you and work during, during the, day. the day. You sleep during the day and you work your nine to five at night. Yes. And that's how it is. So they're they in the morning time, they go back to her place and they're just having crazy hot sex. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. It was huge Ackman. Oh, oh, he had a huge Ackman on him right there. <laughs> so he did. Ayo. Um, but she, but what's it, they have this, this romance for like months and months. And this is the moment where I realized he was in his own memories. I was like, all right, I get it. Like we're watching his memory at this point. Uh-huh. And then he gets out of the tub and he really, you realize he's reliving the memory of the past few months because she disappears. Boom. Just disappears out of like cleans out her apartment. <clears throat> and so it becomes this big mystery where he's just, he's obsessed with her and he's constantly like going back to his old memories and he ends up trying to like look for her. like he hears like a knock on the door of his business and he goes out there nobody's there and he finds like her earring on the ground he's like oh shit she was here she must have been he's upset she must have been here she's in trouble i gotta find her and it turns to this whole thing where he's like going back through the memories that he recorded with her to try to find um 
hints, the memories that he had himself to see if he can pick out anything. This to is try where to... the movie switches from a romance to a mystery at this point. Yes, yeah, like like very much like noir mystery. And he's got like a partner who like he fought in the war with who's like <clears throat> like second at this business who like runs like keeps a, she keeps a shop and kind of runs things and stuff like that. And she she's saves like, his ass when he's in <coughs> New yeah, Orleans. He, too. Yeah. yeah. He ends up figuring out that she used to be in a romantic relationship with this uh, his name is Saint Joe. He's like a gang leader in New Orleans, and he got she her hooked was on, on drugs. He got her hooked on this drug called Baca, which is like this highly addictive drug. <clears throat> and he goes in there, and he like tries to start shit, like trying to figure out like where, like if he has any information. And he almost gets drowned in this fucking tank of eels. And like yeah. they have this, they have, like shootout where she comes busting in, and it was a like, cool scene. What I loved about this movie is everything felt kind of realistic. It wasn't like. It wasn't like, um, like I love John Wick, but it wasn't like John Wick or any of those other action movies where like everybody's like expert at martial arts and everybody's a marksman and everything like that. It was John like John Wick's a graphic novel, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You could tell that the yes. movie was based off of that. This feels this, real. Yes. This feels like yeah. they're real people. Like Hugh Jackman, he's jacked uh, to use his name. Jacked. He is like he. There's many scenes. You ladies love it where he's shirtless and he comes out of the. He comes out of the tank and he's like has to wrap a towel around him because you got to go in there like at least in your underwear. Um, so, ladies, you'll love this movie. But like he's he's jacked and even he is struggling sometimes because he's like not really a fighter. Like he's not really a fighter because he mo- most of the time some of the military he was like doing interrogations. Yeah. So it's really it's really cool this stuff. There's even like a fight that happens later on where he's fighting the dude that's got like his half his face burned and shit like that. Where I appreciate there wasn't a lot of cutaways. It would seem like they were just doing long takes over and over and over again, like of different things and stuff like that happening. It looked very cool. And it was like an actual tube is like if I got went in there and tried to fight this dude, I don't know how to fight, but like I would try. The fight scenes were very well choreographed. You yeah. know, fight in movies, fights are dances. Yes, they are. You have dance choreographed choreographers. Yes. Is that good, good? Am I saying the word right? I believe so. Choreographers. Yeah. yeah. They I think so. are making the fight scenes like a dance. It's so yes. cool. It's so fucking yeah, cool. Yes, like yeah. you will swing your yes. your stick this way and he'll block this right. way and stuff like that. It's really cool, yeah. They do that here but it feels like it's a real fight. It's done like well. they're like it's they're well. wading in like knee high water and stuff like that as they're fighting and it looks like they're really struggling with it and and all this other stuff and <clears throat> there's a lot of really cool stuff in this. Um she he ends up finding out that she wasn't like he thinks that for a time that she played him and she betrayed him and she wasn't really in love with him but he ends up finding out that she was really in love with him but she had no choice but to do what she did because there's this whole Spoilers. other there's this whole other side story that has to do with the rich and the wealthy and this one dude that's buying up all this cheap property and kicking people out so he yeah. can or like upping the price of it and like he, his son was set to take over the business because his dad died. But his dad had like an illegitimate child with this other woman, so he could actually take some of the inheritance. And the son was like, "No, we gotta like kill this kid and this woman so that I can get all the fucking money and stuff like that." And that's a whole other side story, which is like, she, is what ends up happening. Like she, like she figures out like what's going on. It was like a subplot. Yes, but it turned out. To, to be, be a the cause main and plot. effect, to, uh, yeah. It was almost. It ended yes. up being almost the main plot. Like right. she, he finds out that she, she couldn't save the woman, the mother of the kid, but she saved the kid. Mm-hmm. And the one of the best scenes in the movie, I think, was whenever he got like his final words with her, 
So the dude that he was fighting in the water, and he's like, put he like puts in the tub forcefully, and he's like, I want to know when the last time you saw her, when's the last interaction, like what happened to Maeve, the character, the woman, and the last memory he has of her was he was basically trying to get the information of where she took the kid, and he was like forcing this drug Baca into her system to like get her all drugged up so that she could go back to the way she was before, and like you know would be obsessed with it and like do anything for it. And there's a moment that happens where, like, she's, like, a little high, but she looks at him and she realizes, like, there's a chance that the man that I love, Hugh Jackman's character, there's a chance the man I love will look at his memories. Mm -hmm. So he, she starts talking to this kidnapper like he's Hugh Jackman's character and saying, like, all the romantic things, like, I wish we had more time, I love you, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and, he cool. step, and he steps up onto the platform and, like, stands in the position where he was standing in the memory and it's like they're talking to each other through time almost. Yeah. Where like she's giving like her last farewell goodbye. I love you. I wish we had more time. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And then she like jumps off like the ledge and yeah. falls to her death. Yeah. And so he, mm -hmm. he does he does a thing where like he doesn't immediately kill the guy. What he does is he, ta he, he basically the whole thing of his job is he speaks in a microphone and it influences the person to remember something. Right. And so he influences to remember the time that J uh, St. Joe burned him alive. Like he's all scarred up because St. Joe, he had his boys put gasoline on him and set him on fire. So he takes him back to that em memory and he does something that makes him permanently stay in that memory forever. Yes. Just this entire time. So he's not dead, but he's constantly reliving that memory in his head. Yeah. And one of the and like it ends the movie ends in a very beautiful way. Where I because I do want to ask you about this for a second. <clears throat> so the memory ends um, by he basically he kind of uh, sort of turns himself in. He tells his partner like he gives him the, her the information, tells her everything that happened. Is basically giving his full confession to her, and like because like because of like his actions, even though he like fucked up and like doing what he did to the guy sending him in that really bad memory is like a big law thing. You mm -hmm. can't do that shit. <clears throat> he basically gives his confession about it and stuff like that. And what ends up happening is he doesn't get set free, but they allow him to step into his tank and for the rest of his life, relive the memory of those months that he spent with may mm -hmm. all the way up to the point where he gets to where he is now. Like he's constantly like the entire movie you're watching the memory that he is reliving right now. Yes. It goes from the moment of when he meets May all the way up to the point where he realizes what's going on yes. and he kills that guy, essentially, yes. and turns himself in. And that's the loop. That's his loop that he's living with. And in the end of the movie, the last thing of the movie is him or is him laying in the tank, an old man with gray hair, and his partner is like keeping an eye on him and stuff like that. And she like made up with her daughter and everything like that. So it's her granddaughter there with him. And she's, she just keeps checking up on him. And he's just there in the tank, just constantly reliving the memory for the rest of his life until he dies. And it's it's almost beautiful, honestly. It's almost like he doesn't have to live the rest of his life knowing that he doesn't get to spend the time with May because yeah. she's dead. He can relive his life over and over and over. That's like, heavy, Doc. Would you ever, like, if you were, if you were in your old age, would you ever want to do that? To have, like, let's say you're in your, like, 70s, and 80s. Knock on wood, you go first. But let's say Kristen went first, and then you're like, you're like heart, you're 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 just like devastated. Your heart's broken and stuff like that. Would you ever want to step on one of those tanks and go back to like your 30s, your 20s, and stuff like that to better times and relive those memories until the day you die? Is that something you would think you'd ever want to do? No, I don't think so. I don't think I would. Um, it depends, I guess, on the situation. But I mean, real talk. 
yes, I would I would have kids and yeah. grandkids and other things and people to live for. Yeah. So, but I if, guess, but if, but he had no one else. Yeah. I was going to say, I guess that helps so, that he didn't have anybody else in his life. So I, I can't speak <coughs> on it from his point of view, but from mine, no, I wouldn't. Okay. I, th- I, I definitely consider it. Yeah. I, I might do it if I'm, if I'm that old and like, I'm, I, I have a hard time walking and I got a cane and all my loved ones, not all my loved, ones, but like my loved one is dead and, you know, I can't see them more. I might consider doing that just to like live out the rest of my life like that. That that would be interesting. Okay. But I, it's a really fucking good I'm movie. I'm glad you it's liked so it. So yes. good. Like, I wa- keep, if yeah. you haven't watched it, watch it. It's great. I give you shitty movies a lot. So you do. I gave you a good one. No, oh, wait till but, my pick uh, but for this you is this typically, week. So here's something I wanted to talk about. Uh, this is a brand new movie. It is. Uh, Warner Brothers made the deal with HBO. And it started during the pandemic, and it's still continuing till now. When a new movie is released from Warner Studios, and it goes right to the movie theater, it also comes right to HBO Max. Yes. I like that, but I also hate that. Because you like going to the movies. I do like going to the movies, and I feel like this, because Disney does it too. But you have to little pay a little extra for theirs and just yeah. theirs. But so this this is completely free. This is a whole free thing. But I feel like this is going to be the beginning of the end for movie theaters. I don't know. There's um, like for example, the Legend of uh, the new Disney, the Marvel movie Shang Chi. Is it? Is it? Legend of Shang Chi. That's not on Disney Plus or anything. Like you have to go to the movies to see that. So there's there are certain studios that are backtracking on that now that things are back open. Where they're like. Look, the movie theaters are bread and butter sometimes. Like That's because Scarlett Johansson, Dwayne Johnson, and Emma Stone sued the bejesus out of Disney because their three movies, Cruella, Jungle Cruise, and Black Widow, there was no deal. So when yeah. it came to Disney+, Plus, anybody who watched those movies on Disney+, Plus, even if you paid the premiere... That money didn't go yeah. to that to them. It went right to Disney. Yeah. But if you go buy a ticket at the box office, those actors and actresses they get a cut. Yeah. So they're like, well, this is bullshit. We didn't have this agreement with and Disney. It's, and it's right. Like they're so right to they be mad. So they suit, and guess what? They won. Disney had to settle. So that's why Shang Chi didn't come out, or else it would have. And in the future, they're going to have to renegotiate a deal with the studio with the actors to how they can release it. I honestly do. I like I like going to the movie theaters, but like I only like going to movie theaters with somebody else. I don't like doing it by myself. Yeah, I don't either. So I watch a lot more movies by myself than I do with other people. So I'm I'm fine with the way things are. I would have probably never watched this movie until, until it came. That out was my next service. point. I saw the trailer for this movie, and I remember thinking, "Oh, I like Hugh Jackman. I think this movie looks very interesting, but I'm not going to see it." It's it's one of those movies that if this would have just gone to the theater, I never would it have paid money. It gives you the money. vibes of like it's straight to streaming service. It must not be a, bad, a good movie. I kind never of would have paid. Similar to like straight to DVD. I wouldn't have paid the 20 bucks, 25 bucks to go see it in the theater. Oh, you wonder. I never would have done it to this movie. Really? Uh-uh. I never would have done it for this reminiscence. I might have. I, it looked interesting enough. It didn't look like, interesting enough to me. It's a movie that I'm like, oh, if it's on a streaming service, I'll totally watch it. Okay. But I'm not going to go pay at a movie theater. So because it came to the streaming service first, I'm like, sick, I'll watch it. And I liked it. And I was surprised how much I liked it. That's why I wanted to give it to you. Typically, I don't give you new movies. But this is one. And I don't know how long they stay on for. I think they eventually It's like 30 leave. days. 
So I wanted you to watch it quick because it's going to be leaving soon. So so I'm glad I did. It's a good fucking movie. Yeah, I'm glad I did. All right, Scott, your turn. Talk about Gross Point Blank. Gross Point Blank. I actually made notes. Oh, boy, notes. Because, yeah, I I watched it like a while ago. All right, go Gross Point Blank. And I was a little bit concerned. I feel like I had heard of this movie, but I've never seen it. And then when I started watching it, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this isn't what I heard of because nothing rang a bell at all about this movie. Yeah. But I'm surprised about something. Oh, yeah? It's a, it's a rom-com, dude. It is. You hate rom-coms. I don't typically like rom-coms. But normally. this is like the second rom-com I think you've given me. You gave me that uh, Ricky Jervis one where he talks to ghosts. Oh, yeah. That was a rom-com, too. I felt like that was, that was sort of rom-com. That was rom-com. It was sort of rom-com. So is this. Now, there's action elements in this. There's definitely action elements. So the, the, the main character, uh, John Cusack's character, is an assassin, a hitman, a professional killer. And um, he has his 10-year <laughs> high school reunion. And I wanted to point out how much Hollywood romanticizes high school reunions. They do, don't they? High school reunion, like I went to my 10-year high school reunion and it was at a bar that isn't even a thing anymore. They tore it down and it was like maybe 15 people showed up and I had like 300 kids in my class. They didn't have it at the high school? Nobody does that. Really? This this high school reunion in this movie took place in the high school. Yeah. They all take place in high school, I thought. I, most of them in, in, on TV and movies do. Yeah. I can't, I don't know of one person that's gone to their high school <laughs> reunion at this school. I thought it was like a setup of the cafeteria. Zach and Mira make a porno. Their high school reunion took place yes, in the fucking cafeteria. A lot of them do. In the gym. Can you call your high school and say, I want to rent your fucking school out Saturday night for a, for a freaking banger. So, like, is that a thing? Can right, you right. do that? So here, here's here's where, here's my thing. Because so, I will do that. I don't here's think you how can. Li- here's how little I know the process. Okay. I thought it was like a school organization thing where like somebody stayed involved with the school and kind of like it was just a thing that happened every year and stuff like that. The they, school has like, nothing to do with it. You're a fucking adult. You're ten years and sometimes more removed from this school. Most of the people have moved away. Some of the people are fucking dead. I'm not like, like, no, the school has nothing to do with it. I'm not sure if my uh, class, graduate class had a high school reunion. I know I didn't get the invite if they did. That's all I do know. So, well, I, I had a 10 year, but we didn't have a 15 year. And I'm coming up on 20, and I don't think we're having one. I just, like, I don't think we did. And I went, and I went with one of my good buddies who was in school with me, and we get there, and we're like, like, there's nobody here. Like, it was like all wanna, the people you didn't talk to Like, yeah. Up? Like, there's nobody here we want to see or talk to. So we just drank a lot, and I think we left early. You still talk to a lot of your fucking friends from school, though, Not so. really. No. I talked to, like, two. Maybe three. But not, like, all the time. Really, I don't. But there were some people like, oh, I was a good school friend with him. We had classes together. I liked him. Then we graduated, and I haven't seen him for 10 years. So I'm curious to know what X, Y, and Z is doing. And then they don't fucking show up, you know? And, yeah. and plus, in the age, this movie was from the 90s. 
Yes. In the age of like Facebook and social media, it's a lot easier to connect with people and like know what people are doing. Yeah. I- I'm Facebook friends f- with kids I went to high school with that I haven't seen since high school, but I know what they're fucking doing every day of their life because of thanks thanks to Facebook. You know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not friends with a lot of people I went to high school with on Facebook. Well, not a uh, lot of them. Well, that's your choice, Adam. But I'm just saying it's a possibility that you could. <coughs> At any rate. Hollywood really, really romanticizes high school reunions. Trust not me. Not so much anymore. They're not much. like that. They're not, not so, like not that Not so much at anymore. All. So. I want to know, for those of you listening and watching who've had high school reunions, did any of you have a high school reunion at your school? Because I don't think that's a thing. I went to, with Kristen. She had her 10-year reunion the same year I had mine. We went to different schools. I went to hers. It wasn't at the school. None of them were schools. Pat and Mike, they had theirs. They invited me. I didn't go because I didn't go to school with them. It was, it was not at the school. It was not at the school. My, my stepfather just had his 50th class reunion. 50? 50th. Well, he's an older guy. Yeah, but, but still. He, they, they went to, it was in Pittsburgh. That's where, he went, that's where he went to school. And they went to, it was at a hotel ballroom. Like, not at the school. None of them were at schools. Okay, sorry. I, I digress. This is not a big deal. No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like. I want to get to the bottom of this because high school reunions are not what people think high school reunions are. That's so weird. Yeah, not at all. So fucking weird. Not at all. So what else? So the soundtrack for this movie was fucking incredible. Yeah. It was all 80s music. I wrote down like Violent Femmes, The Clash, Guns N' Roses, Bowie. Like I was just writing a few as, as I was hearing them. I'm like, oh, I fucking love this stuff. Really, really, really good 80s soundtrack. Um, there's so many things about this movie. So John Q, like I said, he's like an assassin. He's a hitman. And when he goes back to his high school reunion, he tells everyone that that's what he does. Yeah. People are like, oh, where, where you been, Blank? What you been doing last night? I'm a professional killer. <laughs> like he didn't pull any punches, but no one believed him. Well, who, would, who would believe something? No like one that? believed him. He told everyone, "I'm a professional." He's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. That's actually what yeah. he does. And no one, and, and they all have witty comes back. They're like, oh, you get done with that? People are like, oh, are they hiring? People are like, oh, I hear that's a really up and coming business. Like everybody's got a witty, witty comeback. Him telling him what he does. He just stands there stone faced, like, yeah, I'm fucking. A- contract killer but whatever i thought that was great i thought he did it so many times in the movie um he finds his old love too he does find his old love mini driver yes yeah and he's got a high school he's got a real hard on for her and his story like apparently he didn't even graduate he left he was supposed to go to prom with her and he stood her up in prom night because he just fucking he had like a mental breakdown and he just up and fucking left. They like joined the military. He joined the army. Yeah. Like the night of his prom, he just left town. Didn't look back. Left town. Joined the army. Took the tech. Apparently, this is the thing. I don't know. When you join the military, you have to take that test. And he was like really, really brilliant. He was like like one of the smartest kids in his school. So his his aptitude scored really, really high. So he got recruited by the CIA to basically be a fucking spy. Yeah. And that's how he learned to like be this killer. And then he got pissed because he's like, he said this to her. He's like, originally I thought, you know, I was the good guy and I was killing bad guys. But then I realized that 
I was just killing people that the government wanted me to kill that benefited them. He's like, so I said, fuck that. I quit. And I went into business for myself. And now I only kill bad guys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. He's like, and yes, they pay me for it, <laughs> which is kind of a cool thing. But uh, yeah, he <laughs> Jeremy Piven was in it. He was like his old best friend. He did so much coke. Like, <laughs> like there was there was the, the old bully, the guy who was the bully, who was like the car salesman now who like tried to fight him at one point. Yeah. That guy was like, hey, you want to do some coke? He was asking everybody to do coke. But Jeremy Piven's character didn't ask. But every time like he'd come around the corner, he'd be like, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> I'm like, everybody in this movie does so much coke. It's funny. <laughs> I've, heard coke, I've heard coke is great. So I've heard stories. <laughs> Never going to try it, but I've heard. <laughs> but anyway, um, not my favorite. Um, Tell a story, Scott. No, anyway. no, no story. No story. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, um, it's funny. It was good. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's in it. Yes. He's like the... Uh, like a rival hitman. He's a rival hitman who gets... He wants to... It's funny. He wants to make like a union of contract killers. <laughs> and uh, Mar- Mar- Martin Blank, who jo- won't join him. So it pisses him off. So then first he tells like the FBI on him. Which Hank Azaria from Simpsons was one of the guys yeah. who I love him. He was like, and then he just decides that he's going to kill him himself with his group of other hitmen. So he's at his, he's at his high school reunion telling everybody he's a hitman. Also about to get killed himself by other hitmen and arrested by the FBI all at the same time. It's one of those like zany everything's yeah. happening at one time. Meanwhile, the entire time he's just trying to get back out with his old fling. He's, That's yes. all he's trying to do. He's having like. Mind you, it's his 10-year high school reunion. Is the dude 30? Not even. And he's having like a midlife crisis. <laughs> like he's talking to his therapist and he doesn't know if he wants to kill people anymore. And he thinks <laughs> – like he, he, he dreams about his high school sweetheart like five nights a week. He's, he's in a really bad place. So just all, everything well, I, I've been a long time since I've seen this movie. Isn't this like therapist like not happy that he's his therapist? His no, therapist he, is like, you don't – come to me anymore he like calls him when he's at home and stuff like that and he like calls alan arkin yeah i had to think alan arkin is is his uh is his therapist so i love him so he he met with him he just he just wrote a couple books and martin blank really liked the books, so he got in with this therapist he saw him four times before he told him what he did for a living and then the guy's like well i can't see you anymore i don't want to like i'm supposed to report you if you're if you committed a crime, you're thinking about committing a crime. But he just like keeps showing up every like once a week to his scheduled thing, and he's like, "I, Martin, I, I'm not your therapist anymore. I'm not going to see you anymore." And he just disregards him. He's like, "Oh, oh I gotta tell you, Doc. I gotta tell you about this last year." Like, he just he just keeps calling him. And the last time he calls him, he's just like breaking his phone because he can't stand him calling him anymore. There was a lot of funny parts of this movie. Yeah. The, for for what he does for a living, it's very comedic. Yeah, yeah. They take a comedic The experiment. final fight scene with Dan Aykroyd and him in the house. Yeah, when he all, he's he's at his girlfriend's dad's house and he's like in this like big not mansion, it's but like a, big, it's yeah. a big house. Yeah. He's like very wealthy and they're like they're trying to like kill his girlfriend's dad or something like that and they're trying to get him. He apparently stuff. had a contract out for him too. <clears throat> yeah. Just you know, 
And so it's basically John Cusack's character, like in this house, fighting off just handfuls of oh my God. of hitmen that come through, Some and like of all the these coolest deaths too. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it's just it ends with him and Dan Aykroyd in like the living room and the kitchen and stuff like that, having just a shootout of, like across from each other. It's it's great stuff. Yeah, and then the FBI agents show up, who Dan Aykroyd called, and then he kills them and laughs. And then instantly, John Cusack grabs like an old TV and smashes it on his head. It's like it's, I, it's so like great. John like blank runs out of bullets. I think if yeah. I remember, he runs out he of has bullets, no more bullets. And he's like, "Here, I'll sell you. I'll sell you a clip." Dan Aykroyd's character, thousand like, bucks. Yeah, and he's like, and he tosses it, thinking Blank's gonna go for it. He's like, and he's like trying to sneak around the corner with both his guns. He just throws a fucking TV on his head. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's a great it, movie, it was, isn't it? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, a little slow moving at first. They they concentrate a lot on his backstory and all this stuff, but but it, there was laugh out loud parts that that I enjoyed. So, uh, yes, good movie. I'm glad. I'm good glad movie, you. Yes. I thought I've been looking for that movie in Paramount Plus. Finally, put it on a streaming service because it wasn't streaming anywhere else for a long time. So, Scott, it is time to pick next week's coercive cinema. Okay, I've got one for you. So this is a movie, and I, you might hate it because you're very picky, but this is a movie that I watched as a kid, and I, re- I remember really enjoying it, but I don't think it was a good movie. I'm probably not going to like it then. So I don't think it's a good movie, but you could still enjoy it if it's not a good movie. I wanted to give this to you a while ago, but it wasn't on any streaming service. I think it just came out on HBO. Okay. You are going to watch a sci-fi movie. Love some sci-fi. It's like a '90s sci-fi, so it's like a da- it's like a dated sci-fi. It's right. like it's like <laughs> we'll the see. it's like the sci-fi movies like Running Man was supposed to happen in 2019. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's like no, no, didn't happen. So this is the movie Free Jack. Free Jack. Is that all one word? Free Jack. All one word on HBO Max. Is it J-A-C-K? Like yes. normal Jack name? Huge Ackman. Sometimes they spell them weird and stuff like that. I don't know. So Free yes. Jack. It's on HBO. Free Jack. It's starring Emilio Estevez. And are you ready for this? What? Mick Jagger. That's well, right. That Mick Jagger. Well... And um, I think Melanie Griffith's in it, and I think Gene Hackman's in it. Or no, is Gene Hackman in it, or is it? Uh, it's been so long since I've seen it. Um, anyway, I forget who all's in it. But there's, a, there's a decent cast. I know Emilio Estevez is the main character. I've never heard of it, so I'm Free going Jack. to watch it for, ne- for I, next I, I, time. I, I have some stories about it, but I'm not going to share them this week. I'll share them in two weeks when we review the movie. All right. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give you something, and I'm going to bury the lead here for a second before I give you the title, because I think the title is going to explain everything about I this movie. I kind of did that a little bit. So. <clears throat> so this movie is technically a movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. It is an hour and ten minutes long. Okay. But it is marketed as a movie. It's very indie. You remember how you gave me Finding Purpose? Well, I'm going to give you something else that's mm-hmm. very, very indie. Fair enough. Very indie. So the movie I'm going to give you, it's a, it's recently come out. It's not an old one. It's recently come out. Okay. I feel like it's been somewhat popular a little bit just because of the nature of the movie itself. Here's the name. I'm going to give you, Scott, 
Velasa Pastor. Vela- wait, wait a second. <laughs> Just think of it. <laughs> you got to register for Wait. <laughs> Velasa Pastor? Yes. Oh, good God. And what is this on? Prime. It is a, it's going to take a, almost an hour, a little more than an hour out of your life, Scott. A Velocipaster. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's a B movie, I'm guessing. It's very indie. All right, cool. It's very, cool. very indie. I'm and excited. I, I'm excited to see how it I goes. Got a, I got a little high, a little drunk, and had a good laugh. So that All tells right. you right. what you should probably do when you watch this movie. I enjoyed <laughs> the first Sharknado movie, and that was a mm. bad movie. This is worse. You don't, you don't even know. You don't okay. even know, Scott. Yeah, cool. So that is Free Jack on HBO for me mm-hmm. and Velasa Pastor, all one word for Scott on Prime Video. <sighs> Can't wait. If you guys want to get a hold of Free Distraction, tell us what you thought or your opinions or any other nonsense you'd like to send to us. Email us for distraction at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Search for distraction at podcast FYD. We're on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. Search for Distraction on there. You will find us. Rate us. Subscribe. Listen. Share us with your friends. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We are also doing video portions of the podcast. So if you go to our Facebook and like us on there, or you can go to our YouTube, subscribe there. You can watch our lovely, beautiful faces in this poor light and this terrible camera give to you the joy that you love. Uh, we are also a member of the Electronic Media Collective. So yeah. head over to electronicmediacollective.com and you can search for us on there and you can listen to not only us, but a bunch of other really great podcasts. Like I tell you always, if you try to find us on YouTube, um, it's either best to search for the name of the episode because we're not popular enough to really like warrant a generic name like Four Distractions coming up with us. Or better yet, you can go to the episodes or you can go to our social media and you can, I think it should be on the social media too. You can uh, remind, email me if it's not on there. I'll add it on there. Uh, you can just links on there. I know I put them on every episode. So uh, beer the show, Scott. Beer the show. Foster's. Australian for beer. Australian for beer. I was thinking about, you know what we should have done? We should have done like a top ten list of our favorite Hugh Jackman movies. Maybe you know, remind yeah, me. Maybe, like, we'll, maybe we'll do that for next time. Maybe we'll try that for next time. I was like, oh shit, let's do it real quick. Man, that's that's gonna take some thought. I can't. He's do got it a lot part. of fucking. He's hits. got a, not only does he have a lot of movies, he's got a lot of good movies. Yes. So I feel like no, I feel like we can't do that on the fly. Maybe we'll do that for next week. Maybe we'll do it for or next the week. week after. Reminder, we are not going to do an episode next week. I am having procedure done, and it's not going to be fun, but it's going to happen. So, yeah. Following Good show. Following episode. Good show, Good my happen. friend. Good show. Yes. Great show. Great show, I would say. One of the best. One of the one best. One of the best. There's been some good shows, but this one. This one was a. This one was it. This one right here. Pretty, pretty informative. All right. Good day, mate.